0: Hi, Celine and Brett. This is Jessica from Buffalo, New York. I just finished listening to your episode about coping with a loved one with ADHD. Wow, did that hit home. I think I might be married to Celine. My husband, Bill, is a really amazing guy. He's creative, spontaneous, charismatic, but he also is chronically late, can't keep a schedule, and I often wondered if he was just being inconsiderate. But after listening to Brett, it really hit home that there are things that I can do to help him manage that and understand that it's not intentional. I would love to hear more from you guys on your partnership and how you've managed this over the years. Thank you again for all the wonderful information. I'm a longtime Shaleen fan and Shaleen show listener. Thanks again.
1: Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shaleen Show. It's Car Smart Friday, except I'm not in a car yet. Right now I'm in a hotel room in Las Vegas and I'm on my way to take an Uber to an event that I desperately feel anxiety about because I can't control a whole bunch of details. Today is about your need, my need, our need to control things and how to address it.
0: Welcome to The Chalene Show. Chalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life.
1: The first step is to understand why it is you want control. And in order to do that, you've got to be really honest with yourself and sometimes admit some things that are not, well, they're kind of ugly. It's not flattering. So I'm going to share with you what some of these reasons why it is we need to control. One reason why people will want to control things, or especially their friends or family, is because they fear change. They fear that they will lose significance. That's the number one reason why you'll find that, especially, except in a parent situation, but when it's like a friend or a loved one or a family member or even your significant other, we usually want to control it because we fear losing it. Another reason why we might want to exert control is because there's a fear of the unknown. And those unknowns might result in people thinking less of you, might result in you being afraid, being shamed, feeling less than, feeling judged. It might be that you want to control everything because you have unrealistic, real fears. When I say real, meaning they're not true fears, but they're truly beliefs that you have that something is going to be dangerous or something could hurt you or people could hurt you, like a lack of trust, like maybe you have jealousy or insecurity or trust issues, and because of that, you want to control things. You might also want to control things because you're afraid of making mistakes. You know, you're afraid that things may go wrong and then it would be your fault, or you're afraid that you know, if you don't control every single little detail, well, then you know, like the world feels like it's coming to an end. And sometimes control is asserted in one area because we don't have it anywhere else. I think we've all run into someone who has a position of power, like a title, and they just want to be a control freak, a control monger, a power monger, because they feel powerless and like this is their one opportunity to exert power. I know why I like to be in control and I just have to be honest with it and I thought it'd be cool to record this as raw and honestly as possible as I'm heading over to do my very first live meetup in Las Vegas. It's a total informal thing. We threw it together like two days ago and my control issues are flaring. (laughs) They're inflamed. Let's say my control issues are inflamed at the moment and I've been trying to quiet them all day. My goal, my conscious decision today is to just allow things to happen as opposed to controlling the outcome and just see what happens and know that it's not going to go perfect and know that that won't be a reflection on me. All right. But we do need to be there on time. So I'm going to scoop up my stuff and we're going to head down to the Uber. All right. Now I'm outside waiting for the Uber. What I'm going to cover in this podcast is some of the things that I learned about control over the last two days, things that I've been working on, I mean, really, this is an issue I've been trying to work on for the last several years, for sure. And the less I feel the need to control things, the better my life is, I have to tell you that. But that's not to say there aren't certain things where it doesn't pay off. Just to exert yourself, to to try to be aware of as much as possible, right? So, especially when we're talking about uncertainties and unknowns and you want to deliver, you want to... You know, you're the person who's responsible for the outcome of something. Well, then certainly it makes sense you would want to control certain things. But it comes to a point where you have to recognize there are things you just can't control. They're outside of your control. And that's okay. You know, I think about what brides are like when they're getting married and how <laughs> they can ruin their own day because of their need to control things that are just outside of their control. And more importantly, they just don't matter You know, I was not a bridezilla, I will say that. I controlled as much as I could by being involved in the details before our wedding day, but on the wedding day, it was just like, whatever happens, happens, you know? And a whole bunch of things did go wrong. Oh well, look at us now, right? All right, so I'm gonna get to those, and I think you're gonna find them really helpful. But before I do that, I want to just be honest and share with you what it is I feel right now. I feel better, but two days ago when we announced this, I was super stoked and excited, and then I started thinking about it, and the fact that I'd never done one, and my social anxiety started to kick in, and the Uber's here, so stay with me. I'm gonna keep talking and walking. You good with that? So anyways, my social anxiety started kicking in, and I'm thinking like, okay, what is this gonna look like? What is it gonna feel like? Where will people stand? So I immediately went into research mode because I don't like the unknown. And it, that's just how I kind of handle everything. When I get nervous or insecure or I have something new to do, I just go into research mode. So I first started researching meetups and <laughs> what they look like. And I <laughs> I saw like two complete extremes. One was this YouTuber with like 2 million subscribers and... She sat there for, like, hours, and not one person showed up. And then the other one was Gary Vaynerchuk, who... It was like he got mobbed, and he seemed like he really liked it.
0: He does a lot... Of those, yeah.
1: Yeah. So that was another thing that played into my anxiety. Is I could only find footage of meetups from like 2017 and maybe a few in 2018. But nothing in 2019. So did
0: you think people were getting them shut down or something?
1: No, I figured like they were just such a horrible experience for him that he doesn't do them anymore. That's where my brain went. But when I watched his, I was looking around at all the people who were there. Who never got to meet him. Because it wasn't organized. Like it was just a massive... Scrum of people like a mosh pit, and only like the super aggressive people who like pushed their way to the front and were super awkward and like asked him to do really inappropriate things, like, Hey, Gary, can you endorse my book? It's like, dude, he doesn't even know you.
0: I think this one's going to be a little bit in between the two that you just described.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm seeing all these
0: things, yeah, I know,
1: and all I could see when I watched the Gary Vaynerchuk one. I wasn't worried about Gary. I was thinking about all the people who were there who were probably like, this is so lame. Why did I come to do this? I didn't even get to take a picture with them because there was nothing organized. So then I'm like, okay, this has to be organized. And there's my control thing, right? Like, because I want people to have a nice experience. I want them to have an experience. And I don't know what it's going to be like because it's in a bar yeah. So, oh, Ray, right, I was like, oh, we got to change the location. There's, I'll have no way of knowing, like, where people are coming from. Are they coming from the left or the right? Where are they sitting? What if somebody wants to bring their kids?
0: You had us go scout it out this morning.
1: I did. I was like, oh, let's please, please, let's find another location. I'm this location is going to be a disaster. But then I also realized, but you know what? If I change it now, because we already announced where the day and time was. If I change it now, that's going to screw with a lot of other people's plans. And that's not cool. Yeah. So let's just... See what happens. Let's just allow it to be what it is. And that's one of the first things I had to do today was to recognize that I have to let go of my own expectations. I have to understand, I have to have a strong belief that some things are going to go wrong and it's not going to be a reflection on me and I'll be able to make it better. Right? So I'm not trying to set my, like, say I have a negative mindset about it. I don't. I'm just saying, like, I just know no matter what happens, we'll get some intel and we'll know how to
0: do it better, pick different locations. It's just the first time, you know? Yeah. You just got to go for it. And, and I think you probably already told people why. So it's, you know, it's just worth a shot. We were going to be here and, yeah. and let's just go for it.
1: Yeah. You have a way that you want things to go, but life has a curious means by which of showing you your plans are not the plans.
0: I can see you already once we get here. If you're like, oh, do you think we can move the flowers over here? Or do you think we can move a couple tables over here? Totally, that's me. That's <laughs> I
1: want to like, ma- like all little details yeah. when it comes to people's experience, those things uh, can get me all wound up and I have to just let go of them. I have to leave. That's my next step is you've got to leave room for surprises, like almost plan for surprises which is a weird thing to say because it's a surprise so you don't know what it is but you should just expect that it's going to happen and then learn to let go.
0: And I think that's the big difference that we're going to learn right now is the Mm -hmm. difference between what they call a meetup and an event. And Mm. we're used to running events. So I think you're looking at it like you want to incorporate our event touch and our Mm -hmm. event like hands on and control into a meetup. Like the actual definition of a meetup when you when you look at things, they're not really that organized.
1: Yeah, it depends on how you define it. Like, I just think here's why this kind of freaks me out. Yeah, it's because it's like money, meaning, no, it's free, but. Time is money. And yeah. when you're taking people's time, when people, you know, rearrange their schedule, I feel an obligation to deliver. And, and cuz I've been there myself when I've shown up for things I'm like, what a waste of time. Why did they waste everybody's time?
0: I know, but what if what if there's people that live here or maybe they've traveled here mm-hmm. and they saw this? And they can't afford to come to like one of our events mm-hmm. they, or they've never been able to do anything with you. But this is just an opportunity to come by and meet you. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think this is something that people are going to look back and they're going to go, oh, I wish I would have spent my time or money better. I think, yeah, it's just you're a, right. I think most people that are going to be here are just actual friends and fans and they just want to come and say hi. Yes.
1: One thing I will say I'm better about is learning that when I let go of control, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be out of control.
0: Correct. We both had to learn that.
1: Yeah. So I've let go of control in this.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're just going to allow things to happen. Stand by. We'll talk later. We're going in. Trophy Skin is a company whose products I use and I love. And they have been such fans of The Chalene Show. I love them. Their staff has come to The Chalene Show live. And now Trophy Skin is one of our proud sponsors of the podcast. Please go and support Trophy Skin, not just because they are sponsoring the podcast, but because I've been a fan of theirs long before that. I have this travel microdermabrasion tool, and I think it's amazing. I want to tell you about it. You can feel a difference when you use this thing in one treatment. I'm about three days past the day that I scheduled to do it again for myself because it is crazy. You feel like you have newborn baby skin. It is <laughs> unbelievable. I used to go to the doctor's office to get microdermabrasion. Now I do it myself. And it's really cool because it can improve like age spots and sun damage for me Like this week, I had to wear a lot of makeup because I was on camera all week. You know, I'm saying, ladies. So my skin just feels dull. It feels like it needs to be stripped down. So I cannot wait to use my microderm abrasion. They've got a travel size and they've got like this Mama jamma one that's unbelievable. Nationwide, the average cost for just one microderm abrasion treatment is $150. Out here in California, it's like three times that. But the microderm MD, that normally retails for $300. So you will pay yourself back on your investment in just two treatments, but get this, okay you guys? So that's what I paid for mine, but you can get yours for 40% off because Trophy Skin is the bomb. All you have to do is go to their website and when you check out, all right, so you go through the whole process. It's during the checkout, that's when you'll enter Chalene. So don't freak out if you're like, wait a second, I don't see my 40% off. It won't calculate until you check out and you enter the code SHALENE. and then boom, you get 40% off. You'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. And we love Trophy Skin. So thank you so much for supporting a great company with a great product and someone who supports The Shaleen Show. All right. So now we are after the event and it was pretty much what I expected. It was actually very
0: much what I expected. Me too. It was almost exactly the way I thought it was going to go.
1: I thought more people would show up. So I think we had like 70 people RSVP and we probably had like 35, 40 people show up, would you guess?
0: Yeah, probably, I would say 35, so probably half the people that RSVP'd, but that's typical, you know, when it's something that's free and you don't have to pay for it, there's no commitment, and then all of a sudden on a Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock when you're in Las Vegas, you're like, I don't have any commitment, Yeah, you know, so... You know, that was
1: it, a good learning lesson. It's like, okay, cool. So, if we did this again and, or similar circumstances, like just a couple of days before we announced it, you know, it's kind of like a wedding. Wedding planners know exactly what the no show rate's going to be. When we host an event and people pay, you know, a large sum of money for a ticket, like, say, for the Marketing Impact Academy. Like, that's a $2,000 ticket. Or even the Shalene Show. People show, show up. Shaleen Shaleen show, up. I think it's like 15% don't show up. No,
0: it's, it's less than that. Oh, it's, it's less le- than that? It's less than that because, I mean, it's, you know... It's the you tickets. paid for it. Yeah, the t- tickets are 40 bucks, and people are not going to just, like, you know, let that go to waste. True. So, that was, you know, the
1: only piece right there that I didn't expect... It was what I expected, but it wasn't what I would have liked to give people. I think the people who came, enjoyed themselves. I enjoyed myself, but I also felt the entire time a sense of, like, I'm disappointing this person who I can see standing over there who doesn't know anyone and probably would like to you know have a word with me but i'm talking to this person and i want to give them my full attention but i can feel this other person standing over there and i just want to give everyone like an awesome moment i wanted to have a microphone so i could connect people you know because it was people who live in las vegas almost all of them but mm. with a f- few exceptions well
0: okay so let me put your mind at ease because I talked to at least half of the people that were there. So Mm -hmm. I was talking to at least 15 to 20 of the people and they all loved it and they all got their picture and they all, I don't think any of them had any expectations for a sit down one-on-one conversation. Mm -hmm. I think that people kind of knew what was going to happen. I mean, it was in the casino level of a, you know, a nice hotel on the strip on mm-hmm. a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they, you know, I, I think it went great. No, I,
1: know. I <clears throat> it, it, it did. It, it was nice. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I just always want to
0: over deliver. Yeah, I know. I think what it would have made it better for you. Let's say I'm just going to throw a number out. You probably get, would give it a seven out of 10. And I think you could have got it like an eight and a half or nine if you were able to... Just have a
1: microphone. Yes, have a microphone. (laughs) That's
0: exactly what I was going to say. And just like give them like a few nuggets or a few things or just thank them for coming, you know, all Or just do a QA and a or... Yeah, yeah. Or just...
1: Even if I could have facilitated... So when I knew we were going to do this, I watched a ton of videos and I watched like you know, icebreakers you could do at meetups to help people connect. Cause I think of a meetup as something where sure people are coming to meet you, but really to meet each other and to connect. So I'm going to play with this idea. In fact, I'm going to play with it inside the podcast group. Cause I think one thing I hear all the time from people who listen to the show is that they want more positive people in their immediate circle. They're like, I don't have positive forward thinking, people in my immediate circle and I wish I had those kind of friends and so I would love to facilitate people meeting people who are like-minded in their area not just online so I might just take this idea to the pod squad if you're listening to this and you're not a part of the pod squad you need to get in the pod squad now let me tell you you pronounce my name Chalene Chalene there was a lady there and if she's listening maybe she needs to hear this She literally was correcting me on how to say my name. Yes. She was like, I done Charlene Extreme. I listened to the Charlene show. I'm like, is she pulling my leg right now? She's like, Charlene, I've done all of it. I'm like, but like, I didn't even correct her because I'm like, this isn't even a mistake. She like literally has said Charlene 17 Charlene. I've been a fan of yours for so long. I'm like, wow, I'm not even going to correct her because you know what? It is what it is. She's heard me say my name a million times. This right now, alive in person, is not going to change anything. The name is pronounced Shah, as in shut the door, as in S-H-U-H, Shalene. And you're going to be asked that question to join the pod squad. You're also going to be asked what your favorite episode is, so you better pick that out in advance. And you're also going to be asked, do you subscribe to Build Your Tribe and The Shalene Show? So if you have answered all those things correctly, which I just gave you the answers to, you can be a member of the pod squad. And what I think I'm going to do is help you guys organize in your area your own little meetup your own little Shalene show meetup and we'll see who the leaders, if the leaders rise to the top. And I think it would be really cool. It's like your own little local sorority chapter or fraternity. So you have your fingers crossed like you yeah. need to say something.
0: I just think that based on both of our personalities and mm-hmm. the way I, cause you know, both of us like to give everybody a wonderful experience and I'm not saying that it wasn't. Yeah. But I think that, We've done the Shaleen shows before. Yeah. And I think that kind of gives both you and I enjoyment. And we know people leave with tons of value, and people leave like on a Cloud Nine and they're really pumped to go you know, really tackle some things. And I don't know if that was the case yesterday. Yesterday was more of just like, Hey, how are you doing? Take a picture and, you know, hang out yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. But we we're able to give so much more value out a Shalene show. And it just goes to show you, you don't have to do everything. Yeah. Like you don't have to do big conferences and you don't have to do meetups and you don't have to do Shalene shows and you don't have to do everything. Just do what you feel good about doing and, yep. and, and, and what you're good at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I should have had, I mean... I knew that I needed different expectations. If my expectations... You're right. My expectations were to put on something that felt like a Shaleen show, which is not going to. A meetup is people meeting each other. So anyways, it was a great experience. And I will probably do something similar with realistic expectations and we'll also be doing some chalene shows we're going to do one we're actually going to do one in las vegas and one in chicago so stay tuned for those dates to be announced and again jump inside that pod squad so that we can schedule a meetup in your area and maybe you'll even be the organizer of it that'd be super cool all right guys thanks so much for listening to this edition and uh, we'll catch you on monday love you
0: take care